Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Good morning. I am happy to be here this morning to, yes, talk about an integrative way of bringing good health to you. That's a little bit more natural. I mean, I love to combine the contemporary side of medicine, the best of that with the best of the world of more natural side of medicine. When you combine the two, you integrate the two sides, and that's where integrative medicine comes from. So again, it's bringing the best of two worlds together. And I've been in San Antonio for about 25 years now as a family practitioner. I have seen over 40,000 people. I have done this a long time. I know I only look 29, but I I promise I've done this a while. So uh, today I want to talk to you a little bit about cholesterol. So cholesterol is, you know, very important to people and everybody wants their cholesterol checked, but I don't think people really know what cholesterol is and exactly what we're looking for, what it does and how to reduce it. So let me uh, speak a bit about that. So cholesterol is something that we make that we need. Our bodies need it. So, in, you know, if we are checking your cholesterol, we want you at a range of, you know, a good amount. You don't want too much. You don't want too little because that's how you build your body tissues and your hormones. But there is a way of making too much of it and a way of making a bad type. So we do split it into good type and bad type. And the bad type, I really hate that we call it bad. It's not bad. We do need it. But it, what makes it bad, again, is the number of it and what it's made up of. And so that's why we harp on you about diet and exercise and certain vitamins and whatnot, because we can help you make a better type and lower the number, do that more naturally, and prevent the buildup of disease. So what happens, it starts very, very, you know, early in uh, in your childhood, and it develops over decades. So there is a point where, you know, you can kind of get away with it a little bit, but there's a point where it does become irreversible and the buildup in the disease starts. So once it truly builds up enough in the artery, it's not exactly that it builds up so much and closes off the artery as you might think. But what happens is that it builds up enough, becomes unstable, and a small piece breaks off, goes further down into a smaller artery, say, you know, the smaller arteries of the heart or the smaller arteries of the brain, it will clog those areas. And then that part of the heart or the brain that's uh, clogged beyond it dies. So how much that death is how much death occurs, how much tissue is affected is what actually will cause the, you know, the issues, whether you die or live or just, you know, have no symptoms and go on and, and prevent another or, you know, whatever happens. Now, what's very, very important for you to understand, if you look at a hundred people who have a heart attack, how do they know they've had a heart attack? What symptoms do you have leading up to it? Or, you know, what's the story there? 33% of people, their first symptom of a heart attack is they die. So they just fall over and they're gone or don't wake up the next morning. That's 33%. That's a third of people. 
there's another 33% that basically have chest pain or, you know, symptoms that lead them up thinking that they're, you know, there's something's going on. Maybe I'm having a heart attack. Maybe I should go to the hospital. And then there's 33% that actually have one, don't know it. And we find it for some other reason. Either they're, you know, very sick, having a lot of swelling in their feet, congestive heart failure, or, you know, some reason. And we find it and it's been silent. So that's, that's basically, it's a little more complicated than that, but that's the basic breakdown. So, you know, that 33% that are just gone from us are the ones that scare me, of course. So what do you do and how do you avoid something like that happening? You know, first of all, you have to look at your family history. And your family history is probably one of the most important things. There's a huge genetic factor to it. Now, these days, the genetic factors are important, but what's becoming almost more important is what the food industry has done to us. Yes, food industry, you are guilty. Uh, government, too. You know, the government has allowed, I think, in some ways, not really, I don't know that they really teamed up. I'm not, I'm, you know, I can be a conspiracy theorist. So I don't go all the way. But I do think that there has been a tremendous amount of the misinformation and guidelines made by the government that have allowed the food industry to get away with a few things, but also to uh, be behind the times. I do believe that America is about 15 to 20 years behind the actual science of what we know and can do with our bodies from head to toe on many disease fronts. So given that, I, you know, have gone and come into this really looking at it from a, a, a very different view from most doctors and most cardiologists and, and specialists. <clears throat> You know, I, I don't mind using statin medications, for instance. So most people know what a statin is. Most people really fight to go on a statin medication. And maybe it's because of too many myths. Statin medications are, are pharmaceutical um, prescription medications that we use to lower your medications. And again, I'm going to oversimplify, but in my mind, these statin medications can definitely lower the number of bad cholesterol, again, bad cholesterol, so to speak, in your blood. And in my mind, I don't really feel that there's true prevention of disease unless you're taking a statin uh, at an early stage and then you really change your life and your habits and, and really prevent disease because I think that's more of it. But I think statins can in certain circumstances, just prolong the time to your heart attack. So I don't use them a lot because a lot of people can get sick with them. They don't feel very well, get a lot of aches and pains. Their mind gets a little cloudy. You know, there's various things, tired. There's various things that can occur there. But the other reason I don't use them too is because they can also decrease a lot of vitamins in your body. So vitamin D, CoQ10, there are many others. But when you decrease your own vitamins in your body, you're creating another disease front or a disease potential. And I don't like trying to give a prescription and then give another prescription to cover up what that prescription's done and so on and so forth. So I think that's what most people feel and try to avoid. So yes, there are ways of, of doing it without using statin medications. Now there are situations, statins are very important. So please don't get into the myth that you can avoid them altogether. Not everybody can, not everybody should, but most everybody can and most everybody should. So in doing that, what I try to use, and, and there's an incredible amount of science out there about some of the things that we have from a natural perspective, 
it would take me, you know, this show and a thousand others to go through all of those things. So I want to highlight a few things that I think are very, very important. One of the things I'll share with you is a integrative cardiologist that I think is just phenomenal. He is a uh, he is, you know, very well known in the integrative circles and in the contemporary you know medicine circles is becoming more well known. Thank goodness because I think he has an incredible influence, and he has written many books that you can buy on Amazon. He has a book called I, I, I will leave this on my website. Uh, maybe a little ill-prepared in uh, giving this information to you, but it's what your doctor doesn't tell you about heart disease, uh, cardiovascular disease, and hypertension. And if you just put Mark Houston book in the search bar at Amazon, it will come up. He also has a full cardiology text that textbook that is for you know mostly for professionals. But the lay individual can get that and extrapolate a lot of information for it. My caution to you there is that he mentions an incredible amount of supplements and and uh, ways of dealing with cholesterol that are incredibly lengthy, and it can get very expensive. You can also select many, many supplements that might not be of great quality. So I want you to be very, very careful and consult with your doctor and an integrated, more integrative doctor about what you're buying and what is best for you. You also need a very, very good cholesterol test and not just the usual Framingham lipid panel that we do as kind of regular doctors. That is a mathematical equation. We put in a couple of numbers and pop out your, you know, bad cholesterol number and that's all we get. And we get a little ratio that says, well, you might be at increased risk of disease. But it doesn't look, it looks at the number, but it doesn't look at the type of cholesterol you have. It doesn't look at your genetical makeup, uh, genetical, genetic makeup. And it doesn't, you know, branch out and give you a more, you know, uh, lengthy picture of what your future is like and what you're capable of doing, either getting better or getting worse. So that's where we do advanced cholesterol testing. A lot of doctors do not do that. A lot of insurances barely cover it. But we have found a way of doing it where you can get it covered. And I can do that. And I've gotten very good at reading it. I love this topic. So I'm happy to do that with you. Uh, I do t- Again, I do take insurances. And I um, am happy to uh, make, have people make appointments come in and we can talk about that. And then I can go through what supplements I feel are good brands and worthwhile and which ones I think you would need, the dosages, all of those things. It's a very wide topic for a, you know, kind of routine, contemporary trained physician to do. So you do need somebody who knows what they're doing. Now, <clears throat> one of the things I wanted to go over, uh, again, and I'll choose a couple of supplements out of thousands. And again, you, if you are not my patient, you should always consult with your physician or your cardiologist. There are things I don't know about you. I don't know your allergies. I don't know your medications. And I don't know your situation, your genetics. I don't know your numbers. So please take this with a grain of salt and just improve your knowledge and ask your physician uh, about what you're doing. Be honest with them about it. And don't just stop any medication that your physician has provided to you because, again, this may be something completely necessary for you. And they can explain that to you. Just 
ask. Any good physician should accept a question of why am I on this and why is this best for me and are there alternatives? So <clears throat> one of the things that I really like using, again, when we're talking about cholesterol, we're talking about number. So I'm going to address number first of all. Now, in order to reduce the number, we need to affect the liver. The liver is where your body makes cholesterol, and that's what statins do. They go to the liver, and they interrupt that function, and your statin medications or some of these natural medications need to be taken at night. Your liver does all of its cholesterol and hormone work at night, not all of it, but most of it at night. So you need to take these things at night in order to interrupt or better what your liver is doing in order to make your cholesterol. And so one of the things I really like using is something called red yeast rice. So it is, and I'll have all of this on my website. I'll list uh, the, the some of the links to the ones that I like and, and some information for you. So red yeast rice, it is a form of a fermented rice that is based in China, in Chinese medicine. And it's equal to lovastatin. So lovastatin, a statin, is is one of the very, very first statin medications that ever came out and is very uh, well-known and uh, not really used so much because we've come out with some newer, better, uh, some that are more studied, um, you know, for whatever reason. But it is a statin. It's just a natural version. So you can take this and actually do what a statin does, but it does not interfere in the same way with your vitamin uh, makeup. And also it has very uh, fewer side effects. You can still have side effects much like a statin, but you're taking a much lower dosage. You do need to combine this, and I'll, I'll drop this in, it's very important. Anytime you're taking supplements or medications, you have to understand medications don't fix things. Medication improve upon what you're doing. Underneath, you need to eat right, you need to exercise, you need to sleep right, you need to control your stress, you need to decrease the carbohydrates, watch the amount of fats you're, you're taking in. And I'll spend some time on that again in, in future episodes. Again, it's a huge topic, right? So Reddy Strice um, had a great study behind it. So if you think that, you know, only the pharmaceutical industry does studies on medications, it's not true. We do on a lot of supplements. And so one of the studies was a controlled randomized trial, placebo-controlled, that uh, had 5,000 Chinese patients, and it was done over five years, which is long enough to know if something is going to improve and whether somebody's truly going to have the bad outcomes of heart disease, uh, strokes, and heart attacks. So this was done over five years, and they found that it, there was a 33% drop in death from heart disease and from the buildup of cholesterol in the arteries. Now, the patients were, you know, picked for certain reasons, certain types, um, you know, for their family histories and, and also, you know, you have to read in between the lines a bit. But a 33% drop is almost unheard of in many, many studies for trying to improve a disease outcome. We're talking about heart disease, one of the number one killers in the world, especially in America. So, you know, a 33% drop is phenomenal. And to not interfere with other medications, to have fewer side effects, to be so easy to take, you know, I, I think that is pretty phenomenal. Um, it does help stop to, um, you know, uh, make... Um, your cholesterol, and it reduces your total cholesterol by 25%. Now, I was trying to look at the effects 
on bad cholesterol or LDL. And the numbers weren't clear to me, and I'm going to look a little further into that. But a total cholesterol drop of 25% also is incredibly phenomenal for something that is completely natural and very inexpensive. So I um, want to go over a couple of others, and I'm going to do that. Uh, what I also want to go over is a few things about fat, but that's going to be a topic that I will do in one of my future shows. So I definitely want you to uh, look in on the things that are talking about fat. Uh, fat is something that it keeps you incredibly full. It allows you to, you know, take in less food. It's more filling. It keeps you fuller longer so you eat less. But fat is always been known to be a terrible thing for us, and it really isn't. As long as you're doing the right fats, then you can definitely uh, have a good uh, intake. And again, I'll talk more about that. Uh, another one that I want to talk about, though, is plant stanols. So plant stanols, if you go to the store and look in the butter aisle, margarine aisle, and we don't want to do butter or margarine. Well, butter is okay. We'll talk about more that later. But you don't want to do margarine. One of the things that you can get is something called Benacol. And Benacol is a plant stanol, your gallbladder will send out bile that will break down fats in your intestine and then you reabsorb those fats. Benacol goes to the intestine and stops that reabsorption. And this is something you can cook with and all. There are lots of other types of plant stanols that can't be cooked. Benacol is the one I've chosen. Uh, name brand, something you can find in almost every store. But it is also something that you can heat and cook with, and that's why I mention it. So, all right, well, I'm going to have to wind down just a second and uh, wait until we jump on the other side of the commercial break, and I will come back and tell you a little bit more about uh, cholesterol and how to control it naturally. Hi, this is Ray Solano with your Healthy Choices Minute sponsored by Prescription Dispensing Labs. New research has concluded that implementing dietary changes could prevent gut inflammatory processes involved in some chronic diseases. Modulation of your gut microbes through diets enriched with vegetables, legumes, grains, nuts, and a higher intake of plant over animal foods has a potential to prevent intestinal inflammatory conditions at the core of many chronic diseases. In short, the foods we eat in our dietary patterns have a major influence on our immune system that can cause many conditions we are suffering from today. Solution, try our OptiMeal Shake. Our team has developed the best tasting, healthiest shake you've ever experienced to control blood sugar and to improve your gut. Start your day today with a healthy choice. Call us today at 888-909-0110 for a free sample of the OptiMeal Shake, 888-909-0110. Remember, you have a choice in healthcare. Are you tired, overweight, can't sleep? Have you lost your normal zest for life or miss your ability to remember? Desire more energy, a better sex life? Don't accept your new normal any longer? Hello, I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston with Pinkston Medical and Wellness Clinic. At my clinic, I provide a passionate attitude and atmosphere of renewed hope and a refreshing combination of holistic and contemporary medicine. I will redesign your health as a specialist of natural hormone replacement therapy, weight loss, chronic disease management, and health and wellness, taking the term primary care physician to a new level. With 21 years of experience and having lost 162 pounds personally dealing with a chronic illness, I can help you attain the better life and redefine your new normal and health. Please join me each Sunday at 4 p.m. for my radio, YouTube, and podcast series, The Better Life with Dr. P. on KLUP 930 The Answer. Find all my series info at drpbetterlife.com or call 210-698-7825 or find me at pinkstonfamilypracticesa.com. 
Healthcare. Welcome back. Today I'm talking about cholesterol and how to control it more naturally. Um, you know, cholesterol, as I mentioned in the previous uh, segment, is something that we make. It's good for us. It's how we make our hormones. And it's something that we do at night in the liver. And so I mentioned a couple of supplements that I think will, you know, help patients to bring down their cholesterol and to uh, improve things from a more natural perspective. And I always want to put in a little disclaimer. Please discuss this with your doctor about, you know, what medications and supplements supplements and things that you take and, and don't interrupt what they're trying to do with you. They know you better. But um, I know patients are looking for things that are more natural. And there is something that I really, this is kind of the gem. I saved it for the end because there is something called Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. So it's K-Y- uh, K-Y-L-O, Kyolic, let me even spell it out. I'm going to do that because I really want you to understand this. So K-Y-L-O-I-C, and it is aged garlic extract. So aged garlic extract is, you know, you can't eat garlic or cook garlic or use black garlic or whatnot and get the same effect. So please don't misunderstand that this is a dietary change. This is a supplement, and it is made. Now, Kyolic aged garlic extract incredibly natural, uh, pill form, capsule form. It has been around for a very, very long time. It's something you can look up on Amazon. I found one that's actually a little bit cheaper. It's still Kyolic and name brand. And I'll leave these links of some of these better versions that I like on my website when this airs. And uh, the Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has more studies in regard to the reduction of cardiovascular disease and strokes and inflammation in the body than we have studies put together on any of the cholesterol medications and uh, other natural forms that we use. Kyolic aged garlic extract, um, you know, there's only one that I know of, and I do uh, think Kyolic is the best brand. I've looked into that. I don't have any, you know, financial uh, ties to them. I don't even, you know, know where they came from, know nothing about the company, except that I do understand and and believe in their product. So with these studies, you know, yes, it affects inflammation, and inflammation is something that we ultimately have to completely control as much as possible in our bodies because that is what leads to the buildup of disease in the arteries that causes heart attacks and strokes and cancers and other things. So I think you can also extrapolate something like Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract into the reduction of inflammation and the reduction of cancers and other issues. And there are studies behind that. It is very easy to take. It's very well tolerated. I don't see anything in regard to side effect profiles that are common. And, you know, again, speak with your doctor about this, but, you know, medication interactions, things like that, I, I don't see. And I think as far as a preventative something that prevents from early on that can be used ultimately until later stages of life, be used long-term without any problems, probably has more effects on prevention than anything I have seen you know, to date that I've looked through in the literature. So Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, and I'll, again, on my website, I'll list the dosages and and uh, uh, whatnot so that you know where to find it and get the best price for it and how to take it. But that is the, that is the pearl for the uh, show today in uh, trying to control uh, heart disease. So then I touched on, before we broke, I touched on fat, and I'm going to do another show on this. And I'm, I think uh, talking about fat is very important. I think one of the things that is a big myth about fat intake is eating beef. And so the beef industry was hit 
horribly in the 80s and 90s. And that is where I think society honestly went really downhill. And it's not the fact that we hit the beef industry, but it's the fact that we said fat is bad and we replaced it with salt and carbohydrates. So beef is considered to be a saturated fat. And saturated fat is not all bad for you. If, uh, if it were, I wouldn't understand why cows were made and, and it may go against some of your, your vegan beliefs and whatnot. It's fine. But, you know, I feel like anything that's on God's good green earth that was made is consumable and for a reason. I think it's important, though, that you understand the industry has also kind of infected our, our beef supply with, uh, you know, antibiotics and uh, are mostly grain-fed instead of grass-fed now, lots of pesticides. And so if you're going to select, you don't really have to select always lean cuts. You don't have to avoid it altogether. You know, everything in moderation, if you do too much of anything, even if it's good for you or too little, then it's no longer good for you. So you definitely need to do it in moderation. And I think a couple of times a week, a good, healthy steak with fat, like Wagyu beef and all, as long as it is grass-fed or, you know, organic grass-fed and without antibiotics or whatnot, and it's very widely available, H-E-B Central Market. There's a couple of great uh, natural beef markets. There's one out in Holotus, and I'll list that on my website. And there are, you know, so many places to get it, and it is good for you. So you can even look at, you know, the, the fish industry or the chicken industry and see that there are better and worse versions of all the things that we consume. So to say that you should just eat chicken and fish and avoid beef is an, is an error. And you, it is something that I think you need to have a good mix of things, a good protein source, a good fat source, nuts, seeds, avocados, olive oils. You need to avoid things like vegetable oils and canola oils, especially cooking them at high temperatures because they break down into inflammatory uh, particles. And so those are the things that, you know, the, the very easy things that you want to touch on. And, and so, so time flies I when you're having fun, right? And it has flown. So I want to go very, very briefly. First of all, I want to thank my sponsor, Dolce Beauty and Laser. Uh, they have been very kind and good to me to support me in this. And so Lisa uh, at uh, 210-686-0505 is where you can find them and uh, find all your anti-aging and, and beauty. And for me, I am out at Shanefield Road at 10865 Shanefield Road, Suite 1101. My number is 210, so 210-698-7825. You can find me there, and you can make an appointment. I take insurances. I also do cash, and we have a very inexpensive cash uh, 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 line, and uh, we can also do labs for very, very inexpensive. Even if you don't have insurance, please don't avoid the opportunity. Thank you so much, and join me again next week. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston.